yeah, luckily there was no blood. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Russ and Matt, No Appointment Necessary. I'm Russ and with me as always is my good friend Matthew Passant. Hi Matt. Hi Russ, how you doing? I'm good, you okay? I was until you introduced it as Russ and Matt again. We've had a few complaints now. Complaints, complaints. Contested. <laughs> oh dear, at least um, hopefully people would have seen the explanation by now. Yeah, yeah, true fans of the show know why. We don't call them fans. True friends Friend. of the show would know Friend why. Yeah. Hopefully that'll catch on so we can start selling t-shirts soon. <laughs> yeah, and mugs. Add other merchandise. Pens. Yeah. We get one of them pens that, that we're wearing clothes, and then when you tip them upside down, our clothes come off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See which one sells better, a Russ pen or a Matt pen. <laughs> Yeah, depends if it's going to be our actual bodies. <laughs> depends. I like can the just, pun. Can we just uh, depend? Yeah, I meant that. <laughs> I yeah. wrote that. So how's your week? Well, I'm not going to ask how your week's been, Russ. Um, I'm going to just tell everyone how your week's been. Okay, thanks. Because I feel like I've experienced it with you. <laughs> yeah. In, in the, what is it, 15 years now we've been friends? Yeah, yeah after, so yeah, 2003. Okay. <laughs> so maybe nope. longer than fifteen years. Yeah, because oh, I met you. I didn't join the ship till two thousand and five. Oh, You're right. thinking of Roddy, and it really hurts. <laughs> Sorry, two thousand and five. Then, so yeah, fifteen years. Yeah, I'm two years behind Rod. Yeah, yeah. But I've got this podcast to make up for it. We don't have a podcast with him yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have him as a guest on series two. We'll see. Well, we will see. Yes. So anyway, in that 15 years, one thing I've never experienced is stressed, Russ. I've never known you stressed. No, no, that's true. And this week, I don't know whether you get stressed because I ring you and you just pretended. But you haven't sounded yourself this week, Russ. It's been hard at work this week. A lot of stuff going on. But it's okay. It's okay now. It's It's dying down. But yeah, this week was... Just one of them weeks at work where it's just a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know when, like, you've got one on you, like, and you, your wife or your partner says, don't bring your work home. Yeah. I'm going to say to you, don't bring your work to our work. <laughs> okay. Okay. I need you on fire tonight. No, we will be. You, you just caught me. Yeah. You just caught me. Like, it's, it's like that time where, like, a million things happened. I was, like, I was typing something. I was writing something. And you rang, and needed a wee, and I had, lo- had loads of dishes to do, and I had to get the pram out of the car for Charlotte. It's like five <laughs> things, but I was under time pressure to get something written, to get sent out, and it was kind of like, you know, and then, you know when you need a wee, and you're that desperate for a wee? Yeah. And you, you can't concentrate fully on what you're doing because you need a wee, but you haven't got time to go for a week, so I was in one. Thing is, I wish I'd known this before I rung you saying, Russ, I think we should change the whole structure of the show. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> your reaction to that. Oh, I'm going through so much, man. Then you bring this. <laughs> just bring this onto me. I thought, he's going to hang up on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, once, I remember when I was a kid, oh, we were playing hide and seek. I was upstairs in my house. There's three of us. And I was in a really good hiding place. Well, I was in my wardrobe. And I didn't want to get caught and I needed a wee, so I weed in the wardrobe. <laughs> oh, God. And then I'd done it. And then, and then obviously, the hide and seek was over. And then I remember going downstairs and telling my mum she went mental. Yeah. And she still brings that up now. Remember when you weed in a cupboard? <laughs> Not as angry as Ronnie was when you weed in his locker when you were hiding from him. You know what? All <laughs> oh, right. I was going to say, was that real? No, it wasn't. I told you not to bring your work to work. Sorry, sorry. Wake, wake, wake up, Russell. But uh, do you remember once? I'm not sure if you were there, and everyone will know this, regardless of if you work shifts or days or whatever. That when you finish a day's work, no matter what time it is, you're knackered. There's just you just don't you don't want to do out there. You just want to get in, chill out, have a beer or whatever. Sometimes you're just knackered and you just want to chill out. Well, were you there when I can't remember the two guys' names? But one of the guys was in our little area on the ship and he was, he'd was been drinking and he threw up on someone else's bed. Yeah, Robbie. Robbie. It was, yeah. 
you know, it was Robbie's bed, and Robbie had been on watch till two o'clock in the morning. That's it, yeah. And I remember, <laughs> so like when you finish work at two o'clock in the morning on a navy ship, you just want to get to bed. You know, you're knackered, you've been on it for eight hours, whatever. And I remember him coming down and finding his bed covered in sick. <laughs> and he was absolutely <laughs> devastated because that is the last thing you, especially then, because. You know, you have to change your bed sheets. It's not as if there's nowhere to like put your bed bedding, so you have to leave it somewhere until the laundry's open the next day, and then you've got to flip your mattress over. But there's still the smell of sick. And oh my god, I just remember lying in bed, listening to him doing all that, <coughs> laughing my head off to myself. That's why you know, he you... always had a top bunk because in a navy ship, the the bunks are in three. You there's bottom, you were middle, and I was top. And I was That's always right. top because no one can wee on you when they're drunk. No one can be sick on you. You're just above and great. No one can. You've got an extra headroom. You've got extra headroom. When you're lying there, like you'd have experienced, and the person below, when I wanted to get into bed, I had to stand on your bed to climb in. Oh, yeah. I used to love having your big toe in my ear when you were going to bed. <laughs> so there was none of that on <laughs> mine. great highlight. The only trouble with mine was is the where the lights were. So if anyone was to switch a light on, it was it was like getting abducted by a UFO. <laughs> you know, you told that story about Robbie there. Yeah. And you said, when you've had a stressful, hard day, that's the last thing you want. Yeah. I think even if I'd had a really easy going, chilled day, I still don't want sick. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's never a time when you think to yourself, "Oh well, I've had a good day." <laughs> you could throw anything. You could throw so anything bad. at me, and it'll be fine. Yeah. Well, guess what happened to me today, Russ? Go on. What happened? Yeah, sorry, you didn't. Oh, you, didn't you haven't really told me anything about about your, you today, so it's all been on me. I feel like. Yeah, I right know. It's like you're sat on the chair. I've got a clipboard taking notes. Watching you vent. <laughs> yeah. So how did that make you feel? Why, why did you ram your car into the wall, Russ? <laughs> so today, yeah, and you know, I think it was about two weeks ago, we just unleashed on Telford. Yes. Unprovoked, really, especially on your part, because you're not from round here. I liked but it. I, said, really... I liked it. I, knew, I said it was full of freaks, but I remember when we used to come and see it. We used to get Christmas decorations from the massive Asda. They were great. Yeah, yeah. It's got a massive shopping centre, which was good. I sort of thought to myself after that little destruction of Telford, I thought, oh, man, we've got to win them back. But you know what? I think we need to declare war on Telford. That sounds good. I'm happy with that. I want a weekly bashing Telford segment because what happened to me today in Telford I don't know whether it's funny or bad. I was really angry. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Go on. Well, I went to the petrol. You know, sort of mad at petrol station on the island on the way out of Telford? I don't know it that well. So you obviously weren't paying attention when we drove to Telford. <laughs> Go on. Actually, I'm asking you, yeah, why would you remember a petrol station? <laughs> Ignore that question. Anyway, this petrol station. Oh, oh the BP yeah. one? Shell, I think oh, it is. Go on. <laughs> Other fuel stations are Stop available. saying that. That really bugs me. You say that every episode. It's like on the BBC when they say other ones are... No one cares. We've talked about that one. You don't need to say yeah. other ones are available. But we don't, Just... but we don't, we don't want to sound like we're advertising. Well, I'll, not. I'll, Why I'll, should I'll, they tell, get I'll money? tell you right now. I prefer BP to any other petrol station. And I don't care if any other ones are available. So carry on with your story. How much do they pay you to say that? Not enough. <laughs> so yeah so I get to the station yeah I've only gone to get a grenade bar you know them grenade bars the protein bars no do you know anything no no why no when you go to the petrol station you buy chocolate you don't buy grenade bars it, it's chocolate it's a chocolate protein bar no it sounds disgusting okay for that other protein bars <laughs> are available <laughs> go on oh the anger I heard it in your voice then so anyway I'm in the queue this isn't me shouting. <laughs> so I'm in the queue, and there's these two lads behind me that obviously work together. And they're messing about a bit, and one's making funny noises. Then I just felt I had like a high vis hoodie yeah. on, and I just felt my hood pull. And I just thought nothing. I thought, oh, they're messing about, and they may have just caught me. Well, I say that to sound tough. I was scared, really. I didn't want to turn around and confront them. Yeah. <laughs> I got into my van, drove off. 
no problems whatsoever. Got to site, I'm working, I take my hoodie off and a packet of soft mints fell out my hood. <laughs> so they put, <laughs> that's good, that was kind of them. Do you like soft mints? I, I'm, that, well, that's why I'm annoyed. Why didn't they put a double decker in? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm shoplifted today. You did, and you've just admitted it. And, and I didn't even know. Uh, I'm a victim. You are. So I, I was thinking, should I take them back? Am I wanted? <laughs> you wanted. What, what if the alarm went off? Oh yeah, you'd have got that. Would have and been funny. Arrested? That would have been. If you imagine if you got arrested for shoplifting and went down, I'd have to. I'd have to give come into prison with a cake with a chisel in it. <laughs> Yeah, and a phone yeah. to send me the link so we can carry oh, on. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not putting the phone up your bum. <laughs> Do you think you like toilet humour? <laughs> I've still got that at uh, my, my old iPhone. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was quite traumatic. I was going through like, all these things in my head and I thought, you know, I wasn't happy. Yeah. So I thought, that's it now. Telford, me and Russ are going to take you on. Right, that's good, yeah. Let's take Telford on. Week by week. And the best thing for you is you won't feel, suffer any consequences because you don't live 10 miles away from it. Like yeah, I, yeah I don't live in on Queensway Drive, Bridge North, like you. I've moved there. That's where my mum and dad live. <laughs> for that, Russ. I'll have to put the, I'll have to bring out the bleep feature now. Yeah. Thing is, though, if we don't get any listeners from, if we, if you are from Telford and you are listening, just turn it <laughs> No, don't say that. No, they can because even if they've listened up till now, we'll still get one. No, no, no. If you are from Telford and you're listening, you're so mad that you need all your friends to listen to realise how big a dickhead Matt is. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Bring it on. And if it was you, if you're listening and you put a mince in my hood, I hope you've claimed for universal credits because when I find out who you are, you're losing (laughs) your job. (laughs) Right. Let's start the show. Shall we? So, do you know what tonight's about? Oh, sorry. I'm glad you thought that. Look, I was about to jingle then. So, tonight's show <laughs> is about the seven deadly sins. Is one of them theft? Because we've covered that. It one. isn't actually. No, I'm surprised. Actually. Yeah. I, oh, that's te- that's a commandment. There's a difference between the ten commandments and the seven deadly sins. Spoiler alert! Is that coming up later no. on? Oh, I mean, you can if you want. I'll quickly, I'll quickly have a look. No, the seven, just quickly rewrite the, the Ten show. Commandments are things like "Thou shalt not steal," "Thou shalt not kill," "Love, love, love thy, thy parents." Yeah, I've broken one of them then because Telford's my neighbour and I don't love it. Yeah, good. Um, quickly, Russ. Um, I did a poll earlier to see what everyone's favourite deadly sin yeah. was. And greed would. Yeah. What type of greed? Mine's always buffy food. Well, there's two. When I yeah, go to a buffy, I like. Oh man, prawn volivons are my thing. I've it's been I've been known to go to people's weddings and be at the buffy before the bride and groom. I've got no shame <laughs> when it comes to a buffy. I love buffy food. I love prawn volivons. I love mini sausages. Everything about a buffy is just magical. They are magical. Well, there's that sort of greed. And then there's like financial greed, power yeah. greed, making people suffer for your own greed. I don't have how a did, problem how, what, with greedy, greedy what, how, on, how does making people suffer greed? Because you can have all the money. Oh, yeah, if but, anyone, sorry, but like you said if, that. You said financial like greed, government. power greed, making people suffer greed. What is it, like a collection of people you've made suffer? That was like oh, the right, end. Sorry. The, the financial and the what was the other yeah. one? power leads to suffering. Sound like Yoda there. And it needs to stop. <laughs> right, should we start? Well, you know when I said to you, don't bring your work to work? Yeah. The moment we finished recording that bit and then we had that little discussion before the next bit, you went back into Moody Russ. I didn't mean to, sorry. I'm starting to think it's me now. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just sick here. I've had enough. <laughs> this feels like a chore now. <laughs> yeah. I just thought, right, we did all that. I said, right, I'll send you the next bit, then. All right, then. <laughs> Sorry. No. Russ, is that you? 
The thing is, though, although I can't really say what I do for work, if I was to bring work to this, we'd both die. Well, I bet that's going to warm the curiosity cells of our listeners, isn't it? Let's move on to the seven deadly sins. Okie doke. Okay? Yep. The seven deadly sins, also known as the capital vices or cardinal sins, is a grouping and classification of vices with Christian teachings. Although they are not mentioned in the Bible, behaviours or habits are classified under this category if they directly give rise to other immortalities. According to the standard list, they are pride, greed, wrath, envy, lust, gluttony and sloth, which are contrary to the seven heavenly virtues. These sins are often thought to be abuses or excesses of natural faculties or passions. For example, gluttony abuses the natural hunger for nourishment. Okay? Yeah. Did I say natural or national hunger for hunger? Natural on the last one. Then I thought you were going to mess the next word up and my head started to fall into my head. <laughs> yeah, the reason I said that is because if you've listened to previous shows and listened to bloopers, sometimes Russ repeats himself many times. He was struggling with the word natural. Got to natural, stuttered on the next word, and I thought, no. <laughs> right, just two seconds, I need to work out pronounces. Aristotle's nation. So, Aristotle's Nicomachean ethics lists several excellencies or virtues. Aristotle's argues that each positive quality represents a golden mean between two extremes, each of which is a vice. Courage, for example, is a virtue of facing fear and danger. Excessive courage is rec- recklessness, while, dif- dif- Go on. <laughs> while deficient courage is cowardice. Aristotle's lists virtues like courage, temperance, generosity, greatness of soul, measured anger, friendship and wit or charm. Roman writers like Horace extol... Three, two, one. Roman writers... Fucking... <laughs> Three, two, this is the last bit. <laughs> Don't worry, because this is a big edit for you. This is can, can, can you see my face? <laughs> right, jump to start the whole thing again. No! No, I'm trying to get through it. I can get through it. Roman writers like Horace extolled virtues while listing and warning against vices. His first apostles say that to flee vice is the beginning of virtue and to have got rid of folly is the beginning of wisdom. Okay? Yeah. So that's a bit heavy going it's good though yeah it's interesting something you don't read like I didn't know any of this so it's quite it's quite interesting I'm enjoying this passage the modern concept of the seven deadly sins is linked to the works of fourth century monk of Gyrus Ponticus who listed eight evil thoughts in Greek okay yeah gluttony prostitution fornication avarice which is greed Sadness, wrath, a cedar rendered in the philonka as dejection, boasting, and pride. Okay. Yeah. So there were originally eight, seven deadly sins. So which one got the boot? You'll find out as we go through it. I tried to work it out myself. Well, you should know. Prostitution. Was it on there, was it? No, there you go. Or does that come under lust? Must be, yeah. And if it wasn't lust, I wonder why that was removed. Yeah, prostitution and fornication. Because they're all dirty perverts. No, but it is a sin. It it was a sin. If it's been downgraded, then prostitution's not bad, is it? I'll let you say that to your wife. (laughs) I'm not saying anything, because I know Charlotte listens. So you, yeah. so I will not. Yeah, that's your. That's on you. That sentence. That sentence does not mean I participate <laughs> in that sport. I'm just trying to engage in debate. Right, I'll save you. The earliest Christians did not understand the seven cardinal sins to be deadly. The first church fathers and their rab- rabbinical counterparts thought that certain sins, unrelated to the cardinal sins and drawn up from the Ten Commandments condemned the soul to internal damnation. The deadly and the cardinal became conflated during the early Middle Ages through the sacrament of penance. So now we're getting to the becoming deadly. Yeah, nitty-gritty now. We're getting into the meat of the story. Right. Should we jump onto them then? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I've just deleted them all. No. 
Oh. <laughs> Let's jingle and move on. So, because this is quite a serious topic, which could condemn us all to hell, do you want me to do it in a serious voice? The scary voice that I read the Halloween special in? Or just my normal voice? Just do it in your normal voice. Or my, Dra- or my Dracula voice. Because what I want, I, I, I want that Halloween one to be special. Right, I okay. Want that to be unique. Yeah, well, it's definitely that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, let's just go to normal, Russ, and we'll bring out another voice at Christmas or something. Right, okay. So, yeah. the first thing we're going to start with is lust. Okay. Are you guilty Ooh. of this sin, Matthew? I don't actually know what the actual lust is. Lust? Dictionary definition of lust, do you know what I mean? Well, lust, it's also where the term lech comes from, okay? So if you describe it to me, then I'll tell you if I'm Well, I know. I don't I... want to sign up to anything too soon, do you know what right. I mean, like prostitution? <laughs> right, okay. What, sign up to be one or do one? <laughs> well, I don't know. I wouldn't get much work in Telford at the moment, would I? Lust, or lechery, is intense longing. It is usually thought as intense or unbridled sexual desire, which may lead to fornication, including adultery, rape, bestiality, and other sinful sexual acts. However, lust could also mean other forms of unbridled desire, such as for money or power. Glad that I uh, didn't answer that first time there. (laughs) No, is the answer. Well, I've got lust for Jodie Marsh. She's well, just, my... remember, just remember some of the words you've just read. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. You know, do you want me to take that out in the edit? <laughs> Dante defined lust as a disordered love for individuals. It is generally thought the least serious capital sin, as it is abuse of our faculty that humans share with animals and sins of the flesh are less grievous than spiritual sins. Well, this, this Dante isn't a very good judge of character if he thinks one of the least worst things you can do is commit acts of bestiality. Yeah, that is disgusting, that, isn't it? So Dante is losing a bit of credibility here, to be honest. Which animals, which would you say is the most attractive animal? Um, I would, like, it's a, a lion or a tiger or... That's a horse. Would you? What do you think sexier? Of sexy, the mermaid with the body of a human and the tail of a fish, or the head of a fish and the tail of a human. The body of the woman. So, like, the yeah, like the little mermaid. That's that, that way around. Yeah. So, is a mermaid? If you had slept with the mermaid, is that classed as bestiality? No. What is that classed as? Just uh, some weird stuff i don't know <laughs> um this isn't a question i thought i was going to be asked tonight so i'm not really sure expect the unexpected matt uh, well no I, don't, I just think it's normal because she looks like a girl doesn't she yeah so now it's just normal isn't it right so do you want to know what the punishment for lust is yeah so if you're guilty of lust and you, and you die and you go to hell, because that's what will happen to you. Lustful people, those guilty of committing the deadly sin of lust, will be punished in hell by being smothered in fire and brimstone. So was this before they talked and preached about forgiveness? Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, everyone knows that when you're on your deathbed, repent. But Yeah, that's all right. Then. Although these don't appear to have much connection with this sin, they assume that lustful people spent their time being smothered with physical pleasure and must now endure being smothered by physical torment. So there you go. Nice, is it? So you're lustful and you're smothered by the, the one you're lusting for. Then the devil turns around and says, yeah, I'll get on board with that. Have, you can be smothered in fire and brimstone for his all eternity. So she's got to be worth it then, is what you're saying. Yeah, I don't think anyone is. Um, you know, I mean, when I say she's got to be worth it, I mean the lust to love her, not the lust to do anything else. He's Kate, would Kate be worth spending eternity being smothered in fire and brimstone? Sometimes I feel like I'm already there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt, you died on the Navy ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my lust for you on the ship has 
brought me here. <laughs> so the second one, gluttony, or the Latin phrase, gula. I prefer gula. Yeah. So this go with gula. Gula is the over. I know Latin. Apart from just what's on the side of a coin, which I don't know well what that done. is. Well done. Gluttony or gula is the overindulgence and overconsumption of anything to the point of waste. The word derives from the Latin glutia to gulp down or swallow. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. Big style. Everyone is. Yeah. Buffy food for me. McDonald's. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, I'll order a pizza and I don't need garlic bread, but I'll order it. Right. Well, this is why. There's, this is the reason why it's for condemnation, okay? The reason for its condemnation is that gorging by the prosperous may leave the needy hungry. Medieval church leaders took a more expansive view of gluttony, arguing that it could also include an obsessive anticipation of meals and overindulgence in delicacies and costly foods. See, I, I can see both sides of the argument. The main point is there are children starving yeah. in the world and we shouldn't waste food. Yeah. But we are, what do they call it, first world problems. We think we're entitled to everything, so we do indulge. Well, I'm de- We're all going to hell now, confirmed. Do you know what the five forms of gluttony are? Go on then. Loot, eating too expensively, definitely guilty of that. The amount of money yeah. we waste on, yeah. Studios, eating too daintily, definitely not guilty of that. What what does that one mean? Eating too daintily, not eating enough. Oh, no, no, we... Yeah, but some people can't help that. Nimis, eating too much, definitely guilty of that. Yep. Prepori, eating too soon, definitely guilty of that. Amount of times it shouts says to me, you'll spoil your tea. You just can't help it, though, can you? It's when, like, because, like, if... Because Kate, well, Kate works a couple of days. On the day she doesn't work, she'll cook, so it's ready when I get home. And they're the best days of my life. But when we're getting home at the same time, and then one of us has got to cook, I start picking. Mm, yeah, I do. I'm a picker. When I'm bored... Yeah. And the last one, our denter, which is eating too eagerly. And of these, that is considered the most serious since it is a passion for the mere earthly pleasure which can make the committer eat impulsively or even reduce the goals of life to mere eating and drinking. I'm an eager eater, big style. See, this is where us and animals are very different, isn't it? Yeah. Animals eat to survive. We eat to just, as a pleasure, don't we? It's like with sex as well, isn't it? Yeah. Animals don't have sex for pleasure, do they? Well, yeah. Do I? Well, we were actually watching this. So we were watching um, Autumn Watch yesterday, last night, and there was two like squid things mating. And I said to Charlotte, yeah. I was checking they like enjoy it as much as we do, but I don't think they do, do they? Did Charlotte say, What do you mean, we do? <laughs> Sorry, Russ. Sorry. I don't, I, I don't, why would you say that? Of course, I enjoy it. <laughs> Do you know what the punishment is for for gluttony? Have a guess. Uh, well, if it's anything like the the lust punishment, I, I say if you're greedy, you'll get no food. No. If you don't eat enough, you die and go to a buffet. Those who are guilty of the sin of gluttony are, pun- are punished in hell by being force fed. Well, yeah, that's it. Near enough. Not far off. Rats, frogs. And anything horrible. So there you go. So cut down on your eating. Yeah. I feel sorry for rats now. They've got nothing to look forward to when they go. Oh, rats are horrible. We were having a walk in during lockdown and it was nice. We went to Buxton for a walk round and it's got a nice park. And we saw a rat. Yeah. It was massive and horrible. Well, they are yeah. horrible. But at least you know that when he's dead, he's gonna be fed to someone <laughs> some fat guy overindulges. Yeah. Right, next one, greed, also known as avarice. Avarice, okay? Yeah. The winner of our poll? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is a sin of desire, okay? 
does greed really need explaining to anyone? <laughs> Sorry, no, I think that's another scene over explaining. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, if, there, if there's a massive passage of writing in front of you now, just cut to the basics because we all know what greed is. Hoarding of materials or objects, theft and robbery, especially the means of violence, trickery or manipulation of authority, are all actions that are inspired by greed. Such misdeeds can include simony, where one attempts to purchase or sell sacraments, including holy orders and, therefore, positions of authority in the church. Okay. Yeah. In the words of Henry Edward, don't know who he is, greed plunges a man deep into the mire of this world so that he makes it to be his God. Are you, True words, Edward. Are you greedy? We're all greedy. I, I'm greedy, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind an extra pound in my bank. Mm-hmm. And if I got that extra pound, I wouldn't mind an extra pound more. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I know what you mean, because all my possessions and wealth, I'd, I'd trade all that for a little more. Exactly. We all want more. And, and it doesn't matter what level you're at. If you're a um, minimum, minimum wage, you want more. If you're a footballer on 300 grand a week, it's not enough. You yeah. want more. It's just, it's just life, isn't it? We just all we all want more than what we have, and I don't think anyone could honestly look in the mirror and say to themselves, "No, I've got enough now. I don't want any." So, just for the record, you're saying you're greedy. I'm saying oh, we're all greedy. You say you're. Greedy. I'm dragging everyone down right, with me because so when God listens to this podcast, yeah, yeah, the punishment for being greedy, committing the de- the deadly sin of being greedy. Is being boiled alive in oil for all eternity. I bet those people, that thirty percent of people who voted on our poll, are dreading <laughs> that now. Yeah. If you voted, if you voted for greedy, you're getting burnt. <laughs> boiled alive in oil for eternity. But there must come to a point where the pain would stop. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, it's probably really uncomfortable for the first twenty minutes. Yeah, well, for the first twenty million years. Twenty years. <laughs> Yeah, and then you just think, ah, this is it now. Yeah, yeah, you'd get used to it, wouldn't you? We're good at acclimatising to our surroundings. It depends if you get in the the oil when it's cool and it boils slowly, or are you throwing in it when it's red hot and then... What, like, you know when you're, like, getting a bath? And you you run the bath while you're in it, so you can... What? No, no one does that, Matt. No, honestly, this is how I run a bath, yeah? Put a bit. I put it so it's like not too hot, and then so there's not much water, and then I run the hot while I'm sat in there, so I can acclimatize <laughs> with the temperature. No, that is the weirdest way to run a bath. Try it, and you will never burn your toe when you Did get I in a bath put, again. I fill it, fill it deep, get in, and yeah, just get in when it's full, and then t- tweak. Yeah, but if it's too hot, you go. I know, but you just suck it up, don't you? You don't have to with my technique. Right. That is a good way to run up. No. Seriously, try it, yeah. Just put a little bit of water in, sit in the bath as it runs, and you've got no problems. Yeah, but that take forever, and you could be doing other things while the bath's running. Like what? Well, I don't know, but you could do. That is what I class as dead time. <laughs> that conversation was dead time. <laughs> yeah. So the next yeah. one. Number four, yeah, sloth. Okay, this is the one I was curious about. Refers to a peculiar jumble of notions dating from antiquity and including mental, spiritual, pathological, and physical state. It may be defined as absence or interest or habitual disinclination, disinclination, or exertion. Exertion, okay. You know, when you said you were going to tell me what sloth meant. You just chucked a load of words at me and I still don't understand right, what it well, here means. we go then. The scope of sloth is wide. Spiritual, first referred to an affliction attending religious persons, especially monks, wherein they became indifferent to their duties and obligations to God. So basically they got bored and couldn't be bothered anymore. Mentally, as a number of distinctive components of which the most important is effectivelessness, a lack of any feeling about self or other, a mind state that gives rise to boredom, rancour, Apathy and a passive invert to sluggishness, men- mentation. Okay, so basically, no. basically 
I don't know what you're saying. So basically, <laughs> what you're saying there is that you just can't be bothered. You're bored. You're just sitting on the sofa. You just yeah, you're bored. You don't do anything. Just yeah, lazy. Yeah, is that yeah? No going. Yeah, physically, it's fundamentally associated with this cessation of motion and the indifference to work. It finds expression in laziness, idleness, and indolence. Okay, so right. going back to the yeah. the mental bit. Was just your brain dead, basically. You're thinking of other things, you're bored, you don't do anything to stimulate yourself. And then physically, you just lie on the sofa doing that. Okay. Got you. I'm definitely yeah. guilty of that. Everyone loves just lying on the sofa doing nothing. Everyone sits at their desk at work just thinking of other things. Yeah, I, I do in the van. I'm always thinking of other well, I hope things. not when you're driving. No, well, yeah, well, earlier I was thinking. Like you know, I always think of. I'm never thinking about what I'm doing. Aren't you work. a surgeon? <laughs> <laughs> no, when I get there, I do. But because I do a lot of travelling in between jobs, I've got I must admit that's why I miss my commute in the morning. Because I love just getting in the car. It's about forty-five minutes my commute to work. Well, before lockdown, and I drive on two motorways, fifty-six and the M6. And it was great because the fifty-six is always quite quiet. So I'm just in the fast lane, just listening to my podcast and just thinking and great. It's just you time, isn't it? Proper yeah, yeah. you time. You never get that at home, do you? Like real, unless anyone, everyone's gone out. That is your, your commute is your real you time, yeah. isn't it? you just got yourself, your thoughts, your podcast, your radio. The man that's called you a wanker because you cut him up at an <laughs> yeah. island. Yeah, yeah. It's just a great feeling. So yeah. do you know what the sin is for being a sloth? Yeah. The punishment. Sorry, yeah, the punishment. Mean? Like, do they, like, you go on a treadmill for an eternity or something like that? They, like, you've got to be doing stuff. You nope. can't chill. Okay. You throw it into a snake pit. That's... You know when they say the punishment doesn't yeah. fit the crime? That is the ultimate example, well, isn't admit, it? If you're quite a lazy person, if you're thrown into a snake pit, you're going to be trying to climb. You're not going to be sitting still in the snake pit, are you? Oh, that's awful, that, isn't it? Oh, my God. Imagine that. That's the worst. I would rather the boil in oil than being in the Oh, snake yeah. Pit. Because as well, they might, they might not even bite you. They'll just slither around you. Oh, oh yeah. That's not good. Things are... If you're guilty that, of all these things, like, is it like going to be right? First hour, we're going to boil you. Second hour, you're going in the snake pit. Third hour, we're going to feed you. And then you just repeat. You know, I don't know, but I am definitely not. Whenever I'm at home, again, I'm just going to do star jumps in the front room or something just to keep myself out of that snake pit. <laughs> There's no way I'm I'm chilling and having me <laughs> talking again. Every time you're sitting there, next time, are you bored? Yeah. I mean, no, no, I'm not bored. I'm not. <laughs> Next time I drive to work, I am reading and observing every road yeah. sign. <laughs> yeah. So this is what we're doing. Hopefully this will scare some people straight. Yeah, yeah. There we go, see. So well, here's a question for you then, Russ, before we move on to the next bit. If you're guilty of all yeah. four, which one do they do they spin are a wheel? Are you joking? I've just covered that. I just, I've just asked you that exact same question and said, do they do one for the first hour, one for the second hour, one for the third hour? We've literally just had that oh, conversation. Was that what you meant? <laughs> I know, yeah. Just asked... I've just committed. I've just committed it. Oh, man. I have just booked myself to <laughs> ticket to the snake pit. No, I'm coming around your house with a load of snakes. This one's more scary than a Halloween episode, isn't it? It is, especially when you know we're definitely going to hell. Like, yeah. you, don't, you don't think, like, you try and live your life, like, I'm not going to steal, I'm obviously not going to murder anyone, I'm going to try and, you know, live a decent life. And you think, yeah, I should be all right. Now, it turns out, might as well do all that, because <laughs> we're all going, we're all going to hell. Yeah, and their punishments might not be as bad. <laughs> but it's like, what what are you in for? I was sat on my sofa board once. <laughs> Send in cheer card. What are you here for, Russ? I had too many prawn volivons at a buffet. I was I was just too greedy. 
See, that's the thing. No, it's like you're always taught do well at school, get a good job, earn good money, which covers greed. That gets you in the boiling pan. <laughs> yeah. We're teaching children all wrong. I know. Yeah. But then really, there's no way to not commit any of these sins, is there? Yeah. How? Because you're don't always... Be, don't be be... greedy. Just eat what you want and don't go overboard. Don't yeah. be lazy and just keep engaged in, you know, things like that. Don't lust after people. Just stick with one person and, you know... Yeah, but one of you's got to lust over the other to get... No, you can't just walk past and go, right, I don't lust over you. You don't lust over me, but shall we get married and live happily ever after? <laughs> I think I thought that type worked anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so have you so any of these sins then have you seen anyone else blatantly break the some of these sins all of them everybody there's not one person that's clean <laughs> we're all going down maybe yeah. this is meant to happen maybe the, it's like one of those things where like God has set this up with the devil because he knows no one's going to pass these tests yeah yeah definitely and they said you know what yeah they are good numbers for their Halloween episode. Let them do the seven deadly sins next so everyone knows what's coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the next one, number five, wrath. So wrath can be defined as uncontrolled feelings of anger, rage, and even hatred. Wrath often reveals itself in the wish to seek vengeance. Wrath may persist long after the person who did another a grievous wrong is dead. Feelings of wrath, wrath can manifest in different ways, including impatience, hateful misanthropy, revenge, and self-destructive behaviour, such as drug abuse or suicide. Well, everyone's guilty of, again, road rage. I'm guilty of it today. <laughs> when he put them mints in me, I wanted him dead. Impatience. I'm all, anytime I go to Alton Towers and I'm in the queue, always impatient to get on a ride. Hateful. There's so many people I hate. Revenge. Everyone has revenge fantasies. Oh, it's my. I'm. I'm a very. I hold grudges. I do. I do big style. You've got one chance with me. I'm not very self-destructive. All I'm saying that's such as drug abuse or suicide. So alcohol is self-destructive behaviour. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when was the last time you were? Apart from your obviously your Telford episode. When was the last time you were in a rage? When Villa went 4-0 down Sunday. Dan, <laughs> yeah, okay. It's not even a joke, mate. I was fuming. But they got three back, so that cheered me up. But, yeah, I think... Uh, don't get... Like, last season, I wasn't angry because we I was used to losing. But when we beat Liverpool 7-2, I thought we were winning the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I get angry. It's, it's often sport-related. See, I don't think I'm quick to anger. I'm but, terrible when I'm playing games on the PlayStation. Yeah, I'd, I'd say my biggest ones these are impatience and revenge fantasies. Of when someone, even like, we, you know, like we interviewed the guy from the Crime London website. Yeah. And when you see some of the stories about criminals that he puts on, and you see like what the, like, you know, scumbags, I have revenge mm. fantasies about, you know, them getting, being put in pain. And like, do you know, like when you see videos of, really horrible people doing horrible things and you just like I'm not going to name any names for the sensitive but when there are notorious criminals that have done horrible things but then when you hear that something bad's happened to them yeah it's crazy isn't it? that's brilliant oh I'll give you an example like of a less extreme one you know in a film when you've got the villain yeah a film and they get their comeuppance yeah and like they could die in a horrible way, they could get murdered or whatever, or someone gets their revenge. It feels great, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And you're like, good, you've got what you deserved. Yeah. And and really, by enjoying that film, you're condemning yourself to whatever this punishment you're about to read is. Well, funny you should say that, Matt. So the punishment for wrath. Go and have a guess. Oh, it's going to be something torturous, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, if is it worse than snakes or oil? Well, you'll go to hell. And yeah. You'll be dismembered alive. 
Yeah. Oh, man. So, does that mean I can't have revenge fantasies anymore? You've already had them now. It's too late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, might as well keep having them. The damage is done. <laughs> yeah. Revenge fantasies on traffic wardens. Next time we get a ticket, I'll be like, thank you for giving me this ticket. I'm really happy. <laughs> Please, take more of my money. Do you take cash? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that asshole was just nearly dro- drove me off the road on the motorway. It was my fault. I'm sorry. That bastard that broke in my house and stole my TV, he forgot the instructions. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait, wait. Don't forget the remote. <laughs> take some batteries as well, just in case. That's it. The thing is, though, about that one, once you're dismembered, it's like, what was he called? Um, Prometheus, the guy that, this is going off a bit, but if you know your history, basically Prometheus was cast out from heaven because he showed humans how to make fire, give us fire. Yeah. And his punishment for eternity was to be tied to a rock and have a bird peck out and eat his liver. And every night his liver would regrow. So the next day the bird would do it again. That would be the same as the oil. After about 20 times, you're just used to it, aren't you? But he obviously was never used to it. So I'm kind of thinking dismemberment. Is it a one-off thing where you're dismembered and then you're just left in a corner for all the time? Ah, you'll come back You'll come back the next day and be dismembered again, probably. Yes, that's that's uh, that's pretty awful, then. It can be described as a sad or resentful covetousness towards the traits or possessions of someone else. It arises from vagary and severs a man from his neighbour. Okay. Yeah, maliciousness envy is similar to jealousy in that they both feel discontent towards someone's traits, status, abilities, or rewards. A difference is that envious also desire the entity and covet it. Envy can be directly related to the Ten Commandments, specifically, "Thou shall not covet." Covet, fucking hell. Three, two, one. Neither Ten Commandment. N three, two, one. <laughs> Sorry, last bit. Envy can be directly related to the Ten Commandments, specifically, neither shall you covet anything that belongs to your neighbour, a statement that may be also related to greed. That was quite long we need, but do you understand it? Yeah, I don't know what envy meant from the start, just like greed. <laughs> I should have oh. just said we, we didn't need that rule. Why didn't you stop us then? Because, I don't know, it's your, this is your... I think everyone's envious because... Everyone's envy, like like a footballer's life, for example, being a footballer, being a porn star, yeah. you know, having that, being an having astronaut, that job. you know, everyone's envious of those guys. The the people I envy, like you know, we're on about. I listen to podcasts, yeah, and when they read listeners' emails, you come on, be here, we get emails. Yeah, have you not seen our yeah. spam folder? <laughs> well, no, because actually. This was a bone I wanted to pick with you in private. But I'm going to air my dirty laundry. Dirty laundry. Okay, go on. Why have you... I know it's obviously good to be secure. But when I... I try to log on to our emails and it sends a passcode to your phone. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it does. It asks for a passcode. It says it's sent a passcode. No. It does. It, yeah, it, I believe it does, but it's never sent one to us. Why? I don't know. It should have done. Whose phone number have you put? I don't know. I never get an email. I never get a code. Well, I've only tried to log in once, actually, so you've caught me out there. (laughs) You're the email guy. Right. (laughs) I've just had a read of the punishments. What do you think the punishment is for being envious? I reckon, yeah. What, What my punishment would be if I was in charge of it. Say you were jealous of something. Yeah. Like you put like you're the one that I'm punishing. That thing you're jealous of, I'd make you watch for eternity. Right, okay. So, so, so if you were a jealous, say um, you were jealous of someone's life, like their lifestyle, I'd make you watch them go shopping and, and watch you buy a new car and all that. Do you know what I mean? Well, to me, this is quite a horrific one because I hate being cold. Okay, so the punishment in hell. It's being immersed in freezing water for all eternity. So basically, you're cold forever. You know, like you get in from it, it's been raining and you're just cold and you need to get warmed up and you've got a shipper on. Yeah. 
I, I hate that. I hate being cold. So that to me is the. So I'm never going to be envious of anything ever again. So really, if you're, what's happened? Nothing. That was just a bit of a weird noise. Sorry, go on. Um. So like, you know the. Would you rather freeze like that one or be in the boiling oil? Oh, see, yeah, because boiling would hurt, wouldn't it? But so would being being like really cold hurts as know, well. Your skin wouldn't melt off if you were freezing, though, would it? You'd just be shivering like. La, 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 la. So it's been like that for all eternity. Oh, yeah, that's a it's the best of a bad bunch, isn't it? I'd say so. Yeah, it's better than the oil and the snakes. Yeah, the snakes is the worst for me still, and and it's going to take a big punishment to beat that. Right. Okay. Well, I know what the, I know what the punishment is for pride. So, ooh, is this the last one? Pride. Boy? Yeah. Yeah. If if we haven't taken your soul by now, I don't, yeah. I just want a lobotomy so I never think again. Basically, yeah. All these other ones are bad traits, but if you're getting punished for having pride in your work, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, there's no way you can win. We've been set up. So pride is considered on almost every list the original and most serious of the seven deadly sins. The most serious? Yeah. You're joking. Do the... you know how proud I was when I passed out at rally? <laughs> out of the seven, it is the most angelical or demonic. Oh, my God. You wouldn't have thought this, would you? It is also thought to be the source of other capital sins. It is identified as dangerously corrupt selfishness, the putting of one's own desires, urges, wants and whims before the welfare of other people. No, it isn't. I wouldn't have thought that. So basically, yeah. So like like today, some of the work I was doing, you know, when you do a bit of work and whatever, and you're like, oh, it took all day. You're knackered. It's like, well, I'm quite proud of that. Never again. Yeah. So basically, I'm going to hell for a report I wrote. wrote. If I did know this, I would not have been so happy when my junior football team won their first game. Well, there you go, see. I'd have played the weaker play. <laughs> In even more destructive cases, it is irrationally believing that one is essentially and necessarily better, superior or more important than others. Failing to acknowledge the accomplishments of others and excessive admiration of the personal image or self. There you go. That's a bit extreme. Again, you know, when, when Edward said his first word or, you know, put a crappy little picture on the fridge of his hand that wasn't really looked like his hand and I was pride, it, it, you know, I don't deserve to go to hell for that. No, and you haven't read the punishment yet. No, well, <laughs> I'm dreading this. Do you want to know the punishment? Yeah. No, actually. I what don't. do you think it is? Oh, I, I don't know how you could punish this. The punishment, so you go to hell and you're broken on a wheel. No way. Yeah, so you're putting a spinning wheel and broken. And I don't know if that means you just smash with a hammer till you're broken into a million pieces. But yeah, you just put on, you put on the wheel, spun round and broken. Do me a favour, yeah. Russ. You know this page you're reading yeah. now? Go to the top of it and see who the author is. And I really hope it says Mr. JB. <laughs> Jeremy Beadle, yeah. Because this feels like the worst prank I've ever been a part of. Man, that's bad, isn't it? So basically, why are you here? Oh, my, my son got A's in his GCSEs, and I was really proud of him. And that's it. We'll get on the wheel, son. He's smashed up with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So there you go. But to be fair, we are laughing, but it's kind of being... You know, we're not going to go to hell for being proud of of our kids or proud of football team. We are. <laughs> no, it's more like you you pride that you're better than everyone else and you know still not good. Yeah, but what if you were someone like Lionel Messi, who is better than everyone oh, else? Like he's going to hell. You know, you, you are gonna be the best footballer in the world. Yep. Enjoy the weird part. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know you know you know them goals you scored, don't know them awards you won. Yeah, get on the wheel. Emmy <laughs> Oleski's going to hit you with an hammer. <laughs> yeah, 
So there you go. That is the seven deadly sins and the punishments that accompany them. So the message of tonight's show Don't think. Don't do anything. Just be... No, but you can't because they're not sloth. But this is the thing. You know, like, with something, there's a way out. Do you know what I mean? There's a way not to do something. But if... To go away from one, you're walking into another. (laughs) This is like a really sick trap we've all been set. (laughs) And there's no escape. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I really hope that people listening to that... I hope there's no overthinkers listening to this. I know, we might need to like give the number to the Samaritans or something like that. Do I need to put a warning at the start of this show? yeah. Some of the scenes in this podcast may not be suitable for younger viewers. Or older viewers. Yeah. Russ, we've ruined (laughs) everyone's life. There's no way you could avoid all these... Yeah, so you can't... For lust, so you can't have any... Intense or unbridled sexual desires for anyone. Greed, you can't overindulge. But but like even last night, like Charlotte and I, we went for an, a, like a last meal at our local pub before lockdown. You know, we overindulged a bit. We thought oh, we're not going out for four weeks. Let's have a nice meal. So we're knackered on that. When Ben comes home from school tomorrow with a really nice painting of the family, I've just got to screw it up and throw it <laughs> yeah. in his face. And when he cries, I say, "You'll thank me when you're dead." <laughs> yeah. Dad, 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 look at my drawing. I'm really proud. No, no, Thomas. Rip it up in front of him. <laughs> Get to your room. You will never be proud of anything in this house ever again. Thing is, not only am I going to hide my pride, I've got to remove <laughs> his pride from his work. Like, yeah, greed again, you know. Everyone's greedy when it comes to food. Yeah. No more dessert. Yeah. Sloth. Never lying on the sofa, just mindlessly watching crap on telly ever again. What have we done, Ross? Maybe we should... This should have been our Halloween. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be, yeah. If, uh, if, if We're going to have to put at the end of this episode, if you've been affected by any of the subjects raising tonight's episode. <laughs> I've also made the best decision of my life during What's this that? episode. Telling you not to read it in your scary <laughs> oh, voice. Yeah. Oh, man. Should I? Do you want me to have a go? No, because I'm already scared. I, I'm just scared this to come real. <laughs> right, hang on. I'll read one in scary. Greed. You will be sent to hell and boiled alive in oil for all eternity. <laughs> well, we're going to have to wrap, wrap this one up quite quick because Russ has told me he's got 4% battery and he doesn't want to be greedy with his electricity. <laughs> yeah, also as well. Anyone who's listened to this, tell your friends. We need to warn more people about this. Yeah, we've accidentally broke podcast records. But it's not people listening for entertainment. It's so they know what's coming. <laughs> yeah, so they can um, adjust their lifestyles. I never thought when we when we discussed doing a podcast back in May, I never thought that we would be saving humanity. When, I, when we said about as a topic and we thought the seven deadly sins, I thought this would be quite lighthearted and quite, you know, I didn't think it would be this intense. I'm s- I know, I know, I know. I think we should. I think we should just end it here. Yeah. Wish everyone goodbye. Dare we tell everyone the email address? <laughs> oh no, I've got to get the admin out of the way. Yeah, but are we being greedy? This is I'm not going to. I'm not going to this... ask anyone to review it. <laughs> this is my punishment. So, if you'd like to do, Russ, actually. Can I just ask you? Yeah. Of all the punishments read, and they're all horrific, can you think of one worse? Stuck in a lift for all eternity with someone who's got really bad BO. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Right. Well, Tweet that... us anything that you wouldn't want to happen to you for an eternity that never made that list. Well, we'll ask the question. We'll put it, we'll put it up on Twitter and we'll see what people say. And just so you know, we're not doing like a case study. So they can introduce new punishments. That's just general chit chat. We're just trying to lighten the mood a bit. Yeah. If you want, yeah. So we'll put it out and you respond to us on Twitter. So remember, we're at Twitter at, at no underscore appointment. And if you just want a general chat on email, it's rust.mat.noappointment at gmail.com. So the question will be what is the worst thing someone could do to you for an eternity? Yeah. 
that end, yeah, that's good. that hasn't that hasn't been covered tonight. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, couldn't be anything worse than snakes. Yeah, that's awful. If you've got something worse than snakes, then you're sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to get some real mental states on this, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that was a an intense episode, and I'm going to go to bed and have a nightmare. Well, I'm going to go to bed and hope I go straight to sleep because I don't want to be laying there doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed it. We hope you survived it. And uh, <laughs> again, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. And uh, yeah, please. You just don't know what to say. (laughs) I don't mean to boast or have pride in this podcast, but please like and share it and review it and uh, tell your friends about it. Yeah, when we. But I'm not being greedy for listeners and I'm not not showing pride in my podcast. And, you know, I'm not lusting after reviews. I'm just, you know, I'm being as neutral. don't want reviews. And um, we, we obviously, we weren't bragging when we used to put our listening numbers out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay safe and take care. And if you're in the UK, enjoy our four-week lockdown. No. Oh, but don't boy. enjoy it too much because that's pride. Yeah, don't take pride in your lockdown. And don't be jealous of Wales who are coming out of it next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.